I really want to try to do better. Matt, we at the Bill Simmons Podcast Podcast also want to try to do better. Starting now. <laughs> All right, let's do it. It's the Bill Simmons Podcast Podcast. I'm Chris. <laughs> and I'm Matt. <laughs> I felt like that was better. <laughs> There were three podcasts last week, Matt. First episode, that was the uh, Sunday Night Disaster with Russillo plus Redraftables. Two hours, 25 minutes, and 15 seconds. The second was with DeRay McKesson. Not bad. The second half of that was Steve Kerr, Pete Carroll, Greg Popovich. No Bill Simmons. We will not discuss that. In total, it was 151.43, but the amount that we actually are going to talk about was like 46 minutes. The third one was with CeCe Sabathia. I've been criticized for my pronunciation of CC's last name. One fifteen twenty six. Very reasonable. It's the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Here we go. This feels different. Matt, on the first podcast of last week, this is hugely problematic. <laughs> and I think even Bill has recognized this. Well, he at least recognizes that he's been told. See, that's really part of the problem. Bill does not have a good sense of self-awareness. Right. Once people tell him he f***ed up, I think he kind of understood it. We're at a f***ed up time in American society where it is slowly dawning on the people, people like us, who have enjoyed an enormous amount of privilege, uh, while a lot of other people uh, from different backgrounds have been sort of unnecessarily and violently burdened as a result of the status of their birth. When I approach a podcast like this one, the first thing I think is, well, it sure would be nice if we were just talking about sports. And I think the response nowadays has to be, well, it sure would be nice if people weren't being killed. <laughs> and then we can get back to sports. Yes. But there's a little bit of an injustice problem we have to get uh, through first. Credit to Bill for recognizing that. No credit, however, for his execution, which is something like an hour of let's talk about everything that's f***ed up in society. Even though he doesn't necessarily do a great job of talking about it, he's having the conversation. And then horribly ugly pivot <laughs> to the 2005 NBA draft and what could have gone better. Yes. It just was so tone deaf, and it, it was a step in the right direction, but the execution was just so ghastly that he deserved to get jumped on. And the funny thing was, Chris, I think you and I, before we even listened to the podcast, commented on the title. You just read it and said, oof, this is not good. I think it was something like America's a, Bad Weekend. A truly sad week in America, plus the 2005 <laughs> NBA redraftables yeah. with Ryan Russillo. All right, so here's what you came for, listener. <laughs> 20 seconds into the Russillo podcast, the swallow in an ad. Critter's mission. So I had everything happening this year. There's Six seconds later, this swallow in an ad. Their teams. If you're looking for a job. At 143, this concerning omission. All right, here we go. All right. No Pearl Jam. <laughs> they came right back. At 148, my notes say P capital T. Seven o'clock. PT. Yeah. I should have known. It's time zones. I knew it as soon as you said it. Matt's over here nodding or shaking his head at me. At 301, unnecessary article. DOJ, that whole. <laughs> if he had just said the OJ thing, we still would have killed him for it, but it would have been right. Instead, the o- maybe he's talking about, and the, yeah, the joke here is pretty obvious, the orange juice. Maybe he means the riots in this case, brushing your teeth, because having orange juice after you brush your teeth, terrible idea. Yeah, it is. Matt, do you know what the Grove is? It's in California, right? Yeah, I think it's yeah, a mall. Like a- I, I have never been there. At 408, listen to the concern in Bill's voice about the Grove. And to see the Grove in peril, it seemed like they kind of fended it off a little bit. Doesn't a little bit of this reek like um, Bill saying, and I mean, even all the rich places were getting f***ed up. 
You privilege know I paid bill. It's 15 privilege. million for this house? And I have seven of them. Yes. <laughs> Matt just banging <laughs> around. At 10.15, listen to the apparent distinction between these two things. Either thrived or, or were pretty good for America. It's a weird <laughs> parallel, Matt. Something can thrive or it sounds like also be pretty good. <laughs> like when I think about thrive, I think of plants. Yeah. How are the uh, tomato plants doing? They're thriving. What about the uh, cucumbers? Sorry, only pretty good. At 1809, this. Expressing. At 1829, this Joe Bluth nominee. They're just tight. Whether we, you know, we care about sports. At 1950, if you use either dot, 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 or, it makes it sound like you're talking about two different things, but not here. He has thought constantly about how will this help me get either reelected or stay in this for four more years. If someone is not reelected, is the thought that he's going to stay in it for four more years voluntarily by 1952. And you look at the way he did with the pandemic. It was the same thing. I do. Uh, I do look at the way he that did. That thing you do. <laughs> I think at 2632, Bill is talking about the news cycle. They don't want this to go into the cycle of it because. Here's the context, Matt. I'm talking about the people that were out there. Um, they don't want this to go away. They don't want this to be like three days later, we're going to be talking about, um, I don't know, the new Avengers movie or whatever. Like they don't want this to go into the cycle of it because. When he says go into the cycle of it, <laughs> I just don't understand. At 2847, unnecessary article or Chris and Matt don't understand this neighborhood <laughs> reference. You know, they went there, they went to Beverly Hills. And the Melrose Fairfax, which again is not like. like <laughs> just out of the blue. It's just unbelievable. How does he do this so often? Clearly, Matt, he is not listening to the Bill Simmons podcast <laughs> podcast. We have many suggestions every week on how he can improve. He's got to know about us. Uh, I know. but I Give just, yourself too much credit. We basically use his trademark in our, in our logo, Chris. No, this is all satire. It's legally protected content. At 2931. This Joe Bluth nominee. All the people that were peacefully protesting. So protesting. Hey, uh, <laughs> how, much, Jam went. how much stress can that uh, oyster generated uh, gem take? I guess we'll have to get the pearl tester out here. Speaking of trademarks, sort of, and the need to uh, prosecute them at 3443. They're out of ways to litigate this. I don't like it. And, and I looked up litigate just to be sure. Uh, Miriam Webster, to carry on a legal contest by judicial process or to decide and settle in a court of law. He uses litigate too freely. Yes. He just means to discuss or talk about. And that's not even how you use litigate in a non-legal sense. If you were here, listeners, you'd see our scoreboard. <laughs> Matt is the scorekeeper. At 34.59, we disagree. And I get it. I do. No, you don't. You are rich. You are an only child. You are white. You are from the Northeast. You have always, you went to a f***ing prep school, yep. then you went to Holy Cross. You have never feared for your life because you're getting pulled over for speeding. Yes. Holy Cross is such a upper middle class white university that Clarence Thomas devotes like a whole section of his memoir where he's like, yeah, I went to like this, the whitest university there was. <laughs> At 37.44, Matt, it sounds like what you're trying to do is in some way turn on a robot that is sexually turn on a robot. If this doesn't push people to activate in all the right ways. <laughs> I like that one. Please, Bill, activate me in all the right ways. Not tonight, robot. Now we're down. <laughs> yes. At 3756. Matt, you know who he sounds like, of course. Social stuff that happened. He sounds like Zachary Roloff from Little People Big World. <laughs> of course. Matt, you're a big fan of sample sizes. 
<laughs> of course. <laughs> Do you and, mean like uh, for data or like if you go to Costco on yeah, a Sunday? Yeah, that's what I was getting at. <laughs> <laughs> Can I take all these without paying, or would that be considered theft? No, Matt. I'm talking about the way you measure a sample size which Bill thinks at 4506 is probably done with a ruler. So you have a longer sample size for each series? Sample sizes are not measured in, in time well, maybe, or in length. Maybe the thing that the samples were are just lined up. <laughs> the things. <laughs> the way they test it is by having someone on a motorcycle try to jump it. Got it. it is. Ramp it, perhaps. <laughs> at 4520, he means asterisk. The Spurs title is always the asterisk from 99. You know how I know, Matt? Because at 4529, he says asterisk. Why was that an asterisk? I don't know how you get the two mixed up. If you know how to say it, just say it right. It's okay if you correct yourself. It, it really is. Yeah, it's lazy. At 4617, this Joe Bluth nominee. A, dimi a diminish is the wrong word. Actually, Matt, you know what that is. It's more of a foghorn leghorn. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> a I said, I said, dimin, dimin. <laughs> <laughs> at 4648, he means asterisk with a K. We know he does. There's more asterisk style excuses Matt, at 50 minutes and 14 seconds, there's a conversation about allowing higher seeds to pick who they play in this NBA tournament. Bill then says this list of things. That would be really fun to monitor. Would be fun to monitor. Okay. <laughs> Watch. 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 Okay. Right. And guess who they would do. And <laughs> guess who they would do. So this is how the game is played. It might actually be, but before you tell us how the game is played, Matt, it might be guess how they're due. <laughs> but let's pretend well, he I would it was say. who they're due. Guess who they're due. Because who? So the game is you monitor them, mm -hmm. you watch them, yes. You decide who would they have intercourse with. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Matt at fifty one thirty three. Bill is not paying attention and then tries to get his short term memory to catch him back up to speed, and this goofiness ensues. You have thirty wins, right? <laughs> okay. Well, like, lose. this is great because Ryan is like, this joke was good. Affirm me, right? <laughs> right activate laughter robot <laughs> speaking of laughter at 5150 <laughs> we're happy to we're happy to battle them yeah just battle them that's gonna sound great in slow-mo <laughs> we're happy to we're happy to battle them at 5208 finish him i've been really impressed by every piece of how they've handled it and how the owners are just really believing him. It just doesn't make any sense. At 54, 53, listen to what's going on in the background. A little bit more. Get Bill is breathing <laughs> into the mic. <sighs> it was like the mic was his glasses and he had to clean them. <laughs> Smudged up. At 56.05, one of our favorite things, Bill making noises. The whole, oh, we lost a million dollars last year. It's just the laziest yeah. possible thing. <laughs> Let me get across uh, just... Totally, tonally, <laughs> how uh, this is an irritation. At 56.16, I take issue with the argument here about the financial construction of the league owners. There's, There's not no rule <laughs> that you have to make money every year. Just sell the franchise if you don't like your profit this year. It's such a stupid argument, Matt. If you are the owner of a business and you don't like how the business is running, you don't just divest yourself. You try to figure out a way to make the business more profitable. Right. Now, that may come at some cost. And in Bill's argument, the cost is something to do with the players or the player safety, which is okay, fine. And when I say okay, fine, I mean you should <laughs> consider that, of course. But you aren't required to. And so if you want to be somebody like Donald Sterling, you could just you know coast along and maybe make the playoffs by happenstance every seven or eight years and participate in profit sharing and make a great deal of money. Yeah. 
you're allowed to do that. And if you own the franchise, you can do whatever the f*** you want. Yep. At 59.36, this is the pause that refreshes. Coronavirus. But we need to talk about backwards. the opposite. But we need to talk about the opposite direction. <laughs> Maybe just edit that out, cousin Kyle. Coronavirus. But we need to talk about backwards. the opposite. But we need to talk about the opposite direction. You're at 101.10. I'm concerned about the implication of this turn of phrase. You might not do that right either. Did you screw that as well? I think he means screw that up. Yeah. No. But he says screw that as well. <laughs> screw that as well. Maybe he's talking about the robots. I'm worried that the <laughs> robots are not rust-proofed enough. Well, you have to activate them in all the right ways first. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Touch my robot nipples. One oh one forty one. Here are all the places we Americans like for drinking. Miller Lite can still be enjoyed with your people. Maybe not always in bars or gatherings. <laughs> <laughs> bars and also gatherings. Hey, what are you going to do uh, later on, Matt? I'm going to head down to the gathering, have a few Miller Lights, enjoy myself. Like magic the game, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Nerds. At 102.25, he means exactly. It's exactly. Exactly. It's like he went British for a second. Oh, I thought maybe he was like uh, Nandor. <laughs> At 102.45, this botch. Penny, outrageous monthly fee. At 102.55, this botch. Best overall home security by 2020 by U.S. News and World Report. At 103.20, this botch. Slash BS to make sure that you know, they, that they know our show. Listen to all the things that make the 2005 draft fun at 103.37. It's a really fun draft to dissect. So there's one. Make fun of. That's two. And then? For all those things. <laughs> those things. <laughs> also, all those things implies like all those things I have previously said. Or so all those things like that are the, the, the logical uh, extensions of dissection and making fun of. <laughs> At 104.40, I nominate this as a missing article. Dumb era for NBA. Isn't it the NBA? <laughs> yes. He burned all his articles. <laughs> <laughs> he has an article quota. At 106.44, Joe Bluth nominee. Because even if you just look, look, look at college stats is look, look, look. <laughs> at 107.34, Bill botches this cliche. They certainly don't have a point guard you would want to write home about. How's your point guard? Well, I wouldn't want to write home about him. <laughs> what he means Dear is mom. it's nothing to write home about. But that's not how it works. Dear mom. Chris Paul seems nice. <laughs> He's good at basketball. At 109.57. Buffalo Bill. Do you remember the trade? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Do you remember the trade to the Big Fat Girls? <laughs> yes. At 119.03, when you're thinking about saying the word league and you get confused about your words. Think how weak the league, think how leaked the league was. <laughs> think how. He got cocky. He got it right. Said weak. Second time around, leak. At 119.42. Not Pish. Or, or was that Pish's team? <laughs> you remember uh, Samuel Pepys, the uh, famous like 1600s <laughs> London diarist, when uh, his response to the London, the Great London Fire was Pish, a woman might piss it out. Uh, when I was in high school, Matt, I did a presentation in English class. It was an oral presentation. I started by saying Pish, a woman might piss it out, that quote. And then afterwards, uh, the teacher uh, who rode a motorized scooter uh, told me that it was inappropriate. And I was like, it's a quote from the guy you made us read at 123.46 I agree with everything you say but I also think we can argue you really think so I, I, no no I, I, I'm saying right. there's legitimacy to having the argument I just thought it was absurd you can have the <laughs> argument sure there's no problem with having the argument but otherwise I totally jump ship to your point Ryan at 127.17 is there a dumber argument in sports than Chris Paul or Darren Williams which is a theme I'd 
said. <laughs> it was a theme I <laughs> said. <laughs> Probably wasn't a theme he said. Probably was something he wrote about. At 127.39, it made me recall Bill's Texan impersonation. It was like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what did he think he was expecting at 131.40? And that was way more than I thought was expecting in 05. <laughs> Who was expecting? What was expecting? We have a pregnant woman and that person was expecting. But what if it turns out you have seven pregnant women? That's way more than you thought was expecting <laughs> in 05. At 133.56 thing. They had just missed the playoffs and Kobe's just pissed that his teammates aren't good enough. The whole thing. Not even an adjective. <laughs> At 139.24. Some unnecessary insight into Cousin Kyle. They're just like, grab trays, load it up with food, and let's go in the back and get out of here. Like, we're not here to do the meet and greet that's, and take pictures. By the way, that's what Nephew Kyle does at Ringer parties. Same, exactly. same fucking move. Same it's, move. Cousin Kyle continuing to endear himself to his coworkers. You're here totally because of nepotism. It is clear you are inept at your job. You don't seem to give a shit. And then you just show up at parties and take all the fucking food and then don't even kick it. You just leave, you fucking bum. At 139.46, this laughter. Wow. Sounded forced. At 141.17, Joe Bluth nominee. Oh, Otis gave for, what did he get? He gave Lewis. Don't understand. <laughs> At 147.33, I do not agree with this affirmation. I still say Duran is a joke. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. You do sometimes make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a difference here between most improved and someone who must improve, but Bill does not. At 148.04. And his most, his, must improve was must improve <laughs> at one forty nine forty four. the swallow thing at Granger falling. I'll give you the first pick at one fifty one twenty seven. unnecessary article. And then the 2015 against the Rockets at one fifty one forty six. unnecessary article. Then the 2018, he gets hurt <laughs> twice in the same <laughs> years. <laughs> this is like the unnecessary article all-star game. Yeah. At one fifty seven. <laughs> Just certain ones. Verjao was another one. There's just certain ones. He just does not know <laughs> when to use the right words. At 203.53, the swallow. Danny Granger, who ends up going 17th. At 207.31, this swallow. It's... At 213.45, what word do you think Bill is leaving out when he describes what his dad loves? I think a lot of us like David Lee. We liked his game. We'd always kind of wanted to see him on a good team. My dad always loved him. My dad loves like lefty rebounders. White. <laughs> That's the word he's leaving out. His dad loves white lefty rebounders. Bill, like, what can I say that my dad likes other than white basketball players? Right. <laughs> Who's that new guy playing for the Celtics? Oh, oh, he's left-handed. That's great. How many rebounds does he have? <laughs> yes. Oh man! <laughs> wow. At two seventeen thirty-five, probably a nightmare in the locker room and all those things. Which things? <laughs> I'm probably a nightmare in the locker room and also all the things. My favorite uh, turn of phrase from the entire week, man, at 218.05. Him and Reddick were basically like these appendages for them. It was weird. Appendage. An adjunct to something larger or more important. A usually projecting part of an animal or plant body, which is typically smaller and of less functional importance than the main part to which it is attached, especially a limb or analogous part. Not an appendage. No. <laughs> he got it wrong. I don't even know what he means. At 221.11. Laughter. Raymond Felton. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> At 224.37, bad branding. One more BS podcast this week. We'll be back after this on the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. <laughs> Matt, we use Anchor.fm for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And it's free. Anchor will not only let you record and edit, you can also distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more through Anchor. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, which is handy for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. It's the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Matt. <laughs> can we do that again? No. Let's do that again. No, Matt. You sound like you're a very enthusiastic Sunday morning uh, NPR host. <laughs> And now, we're going to talk about the Bill Simmons Podcast. <coughs> Sorry, I swallowed it. Choking on some spit. About <laughs> on second podcast of last week, uh, it began with DeRay McKesson, with some pretty thoughtful uh, conversations about yep. race and culture. Uh, and then Bill abdicated his podcast completely to another episode from another podcast and let Pete Carroll, Steve Kerr, and Greg Popovich talk with no Bill Simmons Did you at say- all. On the Bill Simmons podcast. Did you say advocated? Abdicated. That's right. Okay. That's good, right? No, abdicated is correct. I just thought you said advocated. Well, we'll just loop this in. Abdicated, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> Zero seconds in. Bad branding. Today's episode of the BS Podcast. At one fifty six, Bill begins to reckon with what he has done. Wanted to quickly mention, you know, on Sunday night, Russell and I did a Shoot the Shit podcast coming off of uh, everything that happened on Friday and Saturday night. See, the problem is this, Matt. If you're going to just shoot the shit, just shoot the shit. But if you're going to shoot the shit and talk about race riots, <laughs> it is no longer shooting the shit. Yes. You have to treat the subject uh, with the dignity and the respect it deserves. Right. So if you're talking about having a whole cake, you can shoot the shit about it. If you're talking about people being killed while protesting police brutality, don't just shoot the shit. Yes. That's a bad look. What does Bill think about that? Here's what he says at 2.18. I think I just misread the moment on Sunday night. He did. Yeah, it seems like he did, Bill. But that's the right thing to say. You know, at least he's being somewhat transparent in his response to the response to him. Now, it would have been better if he got it right the first time. It would have been better if he got it right without the need for people to tell him he got it wrong. But you know what? It's better to get it wrong and then get it right uh, than to just get it wrong. At 2.21, he continues to use this excuse. I was trying to do a shoot the shit, take your mind off things kind of podcast like we would always do on Sunday. And the moment was bigger than that. And I wish I had had um, an expert with us to that we could have bounced some questions off of and tried to learn from. Yeah, That's what he should have done. Yep. At 243 excuses. Look, I'm 50 years old. I still barely know what I'm doing and I'm still going to make mistakes and I'm still not going to throw a no hitter every, every step of the way. The biggest problem is this, and it, it's something that as far as I can tell, he has not reckoned with. It is his privilege. And I hate the term privilege because it sounds like I am co-opting or appropriating terminology of a protest that I am not really a part of. I recognize the victimization. I recognize centuries of oppression. But, you know, I'm not the person who comes from a culture that has received it and I don't have to live under the fear of that oppression. Bill doesn't even seem to recognize where he's coming from, recognizing the gifts uh, that are simply born to him. At 3.11. Turns out this is no longer just a podcast, Matt. I want to use this platform to 
educate people. This is a sports and pop culture website. And Bill is making the transparently a pandering pivot from sports and pop culture to... Educating and shining a light. On his platform. Yes. At 327 Pearl Jam. At 1243, poetry. Hey, what a coincidence. They're having less incidents. (laughs) (laughs) That goes in the uh, beat. (laughs) Now, Matt, I will point out, we're not going to take a lot of issue with what Bill and DeRay McKesson talk about. We're not going to really take shots at at the subject of the conversation. A good idea. We will, however, take shots at Bill (laughs) when he says something stupid. Like when he tries to make the switch uh, at 1253 from police brutality and racial murder to... Sports. And at some point, it almost becomes like sports where, you know, like in the NBA. He does this all the time. This is bad. <laughs> this is a this is a tough uh, a tough choice to defend, so we won't do that. At 3416, listen to what Bill says and then think about how much he is worth. Yeah, so, I was going to say, what would you do with more resources? Because, you know, I, I think if there was ever a time to raise more resources, it's right now. So what would you do? Like what, what would be, let's say you... We're able to pull in an extra two hundred fifty thousand or whatever. Like, what? Where would you spend that money? Now, first of all, huh. when he's talking about resources, Matt. He's talking about money. Yes. Forbes reported <laughs> that Bill made eighty-two million dollars last million. year. What percent is two hundred fifty thousand of eighty-two million? Do you know? Three three tenths of a percent. tenths of a percent. What do you think the like the average wage is? Probably something like fifty-five thousand dollars or something like that. If we consider the annual salary of $55,000 to be pretty reflective, it might not be. I'm guessing it's too high. But let's say it's $55,000. You know what point zero zero three that is? Like 150 bucks. Yeah, you're really pretty close. 165 Yeah, that would be like over a year. Right. So what we're hearing is Bill talk about the resources. And for example, his example, $250,000, right. which is the equivalent to $165. At no time does Bill say, I'm going to give you two hundred fifty grand." When he said that, I interpreted it as like... I'm about to give you three two hundred fifty thousand. Now maybe he, I'm not saying he would have published it. Maybe maybe Bill's a nice guy and was just like, I don't need to tell people I did this. I'm just going to do it. It is possible that Bill is saying or said and just didn't publicize it that he is going to give two hundred fifty thousand dollars to. He can't wait. But why have this conversation yes. if you're not going to talk about it? At thirty seven oh nine, it sounds like Bill's taking a stand here. The George Floyd murder. I know we're supposed to call it death, but I'm going to call it murder. Who says you're supposed to? Yeah, call it I was death? thinking that when he said it. I mean, even like police unions were saying this was a murder. At 4123, I don't think this was okay even then. When people just got in the car and they drove. I know I did it in college, you know, because nobody was telling me it was a bad thing to do. Bill drove drunk in college. He has admitted to this on the podcast. Statute of limitations, I'm sure, in Massachusetts has long expired, but he did it. The reason he did it and the reason it's justified, no one told him it was a bad thing to do. And this is like George Costanza having sex with the cleaning woman on the desk, right? Well... (laughs) If somebody somebody had told me that we weren't supposed to do that sort of thing, and he has said this on multiple occasions now, and then I think Greg Popovich makes this same analogy, but he credits an unknown person. He says like he heard it on something or saw it on something. Is it coincidence, or do we think that Bill also heard it somewhere else but just didn't credit it? No, I think Bill probably heard Popovich talking about it. (laughs) Maybe that was it, yeah. But I just don't – I mean I get what – I get the general point that it's like, hey, look, this is a thing that wasn't in the cultural awareness. Although I will point out – Mothers Against Drunk Driving, founded in 1980. <laughs> Bill went to college, we think, in like 88, 89. Yeah. It was there. Yeah. And, and even if his point is there wasn't the awareness about it now, like it was illegal, but people didn't frown upon it the same way they do now. But that's not the same as, well, but nobody told me not to do it. Therefore, I was okay with it. It's, it's not a good week for Bill. <laughs> no. Bill goes on then to say this at 4135. And it changed in all of these ways where now 
It's not a good thing to do. People know that. The problem is that it's not now a bad thing to do. It's always been a bad and yeah. dangerous thing to do. And also, people always knew that. Yeah, and, but people recognize it. I w- I'm five years younger than Bill is, so I went to college about five years after he did, maybe four. I think he took a, a you know the uh, prep school year. I knew when I was in college, it was bad, because <laughs> I knew you could get arrested. Yeah. To suggest that four or five years before, that was not part of the cultural <laughs> consciousness is f***ing absurd. It's, just like, it's not like there's a secret DUI arrest that we don't know about. Like, Bill didn't have to come out and say this. Right. At 4140. Here's why, in order, DUIs are bad. You know, you get a DUI, it, it could be something that hangs on you, and or you could kill somebody. There's all these terrible things. <laughs> Number one, you can have a record. Number two, someone dies. <laughs> At 44-45, this botch. Pen producer, multi-MA winner. At 45-18, this botch. About Fulcine University's Dan Patrick School of Sports Casting. And Matt, this is where the Bill Simmons podcast podcast stops. Because this is where the Bill Simmons podcast stops, <laughs> and he turns it over to Flying Coach. We'll be back after this. <laughs> Raymond Felton. <laughs> okay. <laughs> voting isn't just going to the polls on Election Day anymore. Options like early voting, mail-in voting, and ballot drop boxes are available to more voters and are growing in popularity. How to Vote, a tool created by Democracy Works, breaks down the options your state offers for casting a ballot, empowering you to decide when and where to vote. Decide when and where you'll vote this year at howto.vote. Matt, as always, we want to thank the people that support us monetarily, not the people that support us emotionally, uh, because honestly, emotional support doesn't pay the bills the way Josh N., Jeff G., Scott B., Sean, and our friends at College Football Brothers Podcast support us with money. They do it through Patreon, patreon.com slash bspodpod. You can also support us as David P. and Scott B. do through Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash bspodpod. David, as we always say, you're giving us too much money. Also, I think Scott B. is possibly giving us money through Anchor and Patreon. Scott, it's not worth it. Thank you very much to our producers. Here are all the things Bill and his guests found delicious in the last week. Or just funny sounds. Today, my wife uh, took our kids uh, to the neighbor's pool, and I, I didn't do anything except for f- up this bookcase. And it was one of those <laughs> things where the bookcase has like um, wood paneling on the back, and in order yeah. for the wood paneling, which you have to screw in, and each <laughs> panel has 18 individual fucking screws, <laughs> little tiny screws. In order to do it, you have to make sure, like, the, these grooves line up. When I first put it together, the fucking grooves were on the front uh, and on the back. It just so goddamn irritating. And all you can do is go, well, I fucked this up, and now I have to unfuck it and then redo say, it all. You have to take the whole thing apart and put it back together? Everything I did, I had to undo. Ugh. And it's just this so, like, insane, helpless fury where you're like, <laughs> I did this. I mean, you know, what am I supposed to say? I did it. Now I have to undo it. I'm a man who could do with a little bit more uh, exercise in my life. <laughs> The first time around, when I'm just screwing in the sides or whatever it is on this bookcase, I'm literally dripping with sweat. And I'm like, now I got to go do this again, backwards and then forwards. Oh, God. I am sore from screwing. And it involved way more metal than that statement would typically contain. Jesus Christ.
Matt, we should point out that uh, for the commentary on the third podcast of last week, we got cut off, so we're doing this on different equipment. I'm sure the yeah. people out there who rely on us for pristine audio quality are going to be disappointed. <laughs> the third podcast of last week, one hour, 15 minutes, and 26 seconds, very brief. Yeah. Featuring CC Sabathia. Did I say it, yeah. say it right? You got it. Possibly soon to be employee of the ringer. Zero seconds in, bad branding. Tonight's episode of the BS Podcast. Subdued, bad branding. Yeah. At 18 seconds in, this botch. Well, I think a lot of things may change as our world opens up again. At two minutes and 13 seconds, Bill continues to consider his sports and pop culture podcast a platform. Try to use your platform to educate people. Uh, Hitherto, Matt, he had been trying to educate people on his platform (laughs) about who should have gone seventh in the 1998 NBA draft, but now breaking down centuries of uh, (laughs) cultural (laughs) built-in racism. Or at least until he feels like he can get away with not doing it anymore. At 324, Bill has been considering everything he's heard for the last 20 years, but especially this segment of time. I've definitely listened to a lot of feedback, especially... You know, going back 20 years, but especially the last week or so. Wow. One <laughs> hundredth of a percent. <laughs> yeah, that seems like the way you uh, want to make a pivot for your entire business. Makes sense. 528. Affecting change. I know my position as somebody who runs a company and has the ability to affect change in a couple different ways. So there are two ways. Two different ways. One of them <laughs> probably has something to do with T-shirts. Right. And then the other one, probably educating on his platform. Right. Also, this is the guy who was excoriated by his business's union for having something like 86% of his guests on the podcast, white males. Maybe that's the position he's going to change. The union has become exceptionally hostile. Pearl Jam, Matt, six minutes in. Holy cow. For all of you who wait to listen to the Bill Simmons Podcast <laughs> podcast, just so you know how far you can skip or fast forward, or if you're going to use the special Spotify app, play at a slightly faster pace, this is the longest I can remember. Six full <laughs> minutes. Think, do you think there are people who listen to us before they yeah. listen to Bill? <laughs> just so they know how long to skip till, till we get to Pearl Jam, okay. where it's all a public right. service. At 1054... Speech impediment. I mean, you got to be getting recognized, right? Weird thing to say, uh, perhaps from a Freudian analysis perspective, when you're making a huge point to be culturally inclusive and talking to an African-American professional about a lot of race and culture things, to say white. Yes. Seems like a problem. At 2535, this botch and swallow. First online wager only, except in Colorado. Must wager in designated offer market. That's exactly the way he sounded when he <laughs> tried to ask a girl to couple skate when he was in eighth grade and then got shot down. 3144 thing. The Indians thing falls apart. Do you remember what thing the Indians had that fell apart, Matt? Was it their the team? season? <laughs> At 3509, old man makes noise. He doesn't want to get hurt with the blah, blah, blah. And it's like, all right. With the blah, blah, blah. Always an effective rhetorical technique. Yes. You learn so much about Bill and where he learned things from these podcasts such as these pieces from Unknown at 3645. I'm sure you're learning, you know, different pieces from whoever. Yeah, CC, is that true? That when you uh, joined the Yankees, you began to learn different pieces? <laughs> plural. And then, <laughs> then CC's like, well, I don't think I learned pieces. Well, from whoever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, well, I, mean, I did that. I guess that's true. <laughs> it seems like it's, it, it seems like you're saying a thing that almost can't possibly not be true. <laughs> No, I never learned anything, and if I did, it was not from anyone. This is some weird qualification here at 3819. Title, you want to live in 
a big city or adjacent to a big city, things like that. Why would it matter if it was adjacent <laughs> to a big city? At 3834, more vagaries. Try to parse this out, Matt. Somebody was lurking in the ninth inning that was just going to shut down whatever you had just done in the yeah, best no, way. If you had done something. <laughs> it's, the, it's, the, it's the end that really gets you. <laughs> he was like, man, I forgot what I was talking about. This is about Mariano yeah. Rivera. Rivera, yeah. You always had sort of like somebody to rely on if, if things were getting uh, screwy. Right. Somebody was going to shut down whatever you had just done. <laughs> so if you had been playing effectively... That's he would shut that down. If you'd been playing poorly, he was also going to shut that down. And the way he would shut it down was the best. <laughs> the best. <laughs> when I was thinking best way or what best way meant, what I assumed was there was a marching band involved, there was gold <laughs> epaulets, there was some kind of a hat with a feather. Like it was going to be a very yeah, classy shutting down. In Yankee Doodle, who <laughs> <laughs> was a music man. <laughs> At thirty nine twenty seven. Listen to what Bill's sports fan son is into. He's a 12 and after old kid and he loves lists. Shock. I wonder if any of those lists involve decades. All right, Matt, time for some judgment by you at 3948. Right. Who I would start with. Oh, that's tough. I, I think it's H's. I was expecting you to go, huh, but you're the judge. So if you say H's, <laughs> it's H's. At 4010, Bill, we cannot see you. He just kind of, he's like kind of over here. Apparently, Mariana Rivera is in a class by himself. Right. <laughs> but he's communicating that via gesture on an audio podcast. 4019. More judgment, please. But he's like kind of over here on the side. That's like a, a hybrid. <laughs> There's not as much th phlegm in it. Uh, it's still a CH. Matt, do you know what the past tense of the word raise is? <laughs> I think you just put an ED on the end. Raised, right? Right. All right. Listen to this at 4213. They were the first game when... We rose the banner in 05. <laughs> no, you you didn't rose it. More bad English here. Four seconds later. Rivera gets introduced. Either he got introduced or he gets introduced. He never gots introduced. He gots it. At 43-16, this Joe Bluth nominee. The, I, I don't know. It's, it's uh, listen, I've managed to. The best part. <laughs> also, we never find listen. out what it feels. <laughs> It's like, I like listen, we are. <laughs> yes. He stutters, 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 then tells us to listen. We gave Bill so much credit when he was able to correctly say the name of his company's podcast last week. And then he goes around and does this at 4919. If you haven't listened to Boom Bust, the rise and fall of HQ, hosted by Alyssa Bearsnack. It's the rise and fall so of close. HQ trivia. <laughs> that same word always trips him up. <laughs> at 4928, he means podcasts. And if you like narrative podcast, I highly recommend that one. If you like narrative podcast, the one. <laughs> Matt at 5155, listen to something Mookie Betts could have been and also was. But you're also losing somebody that I felt like could have been important in the city and, and was. What the fuck? <laughs> well, it's almost like he said it. And as he was saying it was like. Ah, shit, it sounds like I'm saying Mookie like didn't do any good things for the city. So he's like, oh, he did do those things. <laughs> Why don't he just re-say it? <laughs> yeah, no, he wouldn't do that. <laughs> At 54.29, see if you can predict what they're about to say. They don't say it, but you can feel it in the air. Maybe like we just use cheap beer. We use like... No. Doesn't it sound like CC is about <laughs> to say a beer that starts with MI before he's cut off? <laughs> it does. <laughs> Can you think of a cheap beer, Matt, that starts with M-I? Um, yeah, I think I can. I think it's the same one that was Bill's favorite when he was a kid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe like we just use cheap beer. We use like Miller Lite. At 5756, 
But that guy work. That guy works as hard on his game as anybody. You think what he meant to do was have cousin Kyle take out the fact that he said that guy worked, <laughs> and then cousin Kyle was like, "Say what now?" At fifty-eight thirty, bail. It's danger. Mm-hmm. Plus, you're compacting the games. <laughs> it's danger, danger. Will Robinson. Then he goes on four seconds later to explain what the problems are. Plus, you're compacting the games. You're playing more games in a condensed rate. What he means is you're playing <laughs> more thing. games in a shorter amount of time. The games are not being compacted. <laughs> then the second thing he says, more games at a condensed rate. The rate, <laughs> the rate of games is being condensed. 59.34. The funny thing is, I know what he means. It's just the way he chooses to say it. It seems it's a little floating because if series end early, they might be able to speed up the next series. So the it's a calendar floating. <laughs> is a little floating. <laughs> You wonder if CeCe is sitting there across from him and thinking to himself, am I going to be working for this idiot? <laughs> a little floating. Uh-huh, uh-huh, sure. These checks are going to clear, right? At one hour, seven minutes, and 35 seconds, extra C's. Was one of the great bench-clearing brawl. Just in case you thought it was an anomaly, as Matt says, at 10809, <laughs> this. For the bench-clearing brawl. Ooh, that was not multiple C's, Matt. That was, was just like... Queering. <laughs> At 109.12, I think he just decided, I need some sort of modifying clause in here. And this is what he went with. It was just an old school kind of disaster for a sports team. He's talking about Drew Brees saying people should never protest during the national anthem or with the flag. Yeah. This is an old school kind old school of disaster, disaster for a sports team. <laughs> no, it's not. At 113.22, Bill, again, overestimating himself. What do you think I should do with my platform over the next next few weeks and months? Come on, dude. Oh, yeah. This was my favorite. The token. <laughs> By the way, he's never done this again. Asking people what he should do with his platform? Yeah. Yeah. He only did this with CeCe. He has such an insanely high opinion of himself that he's yeah. calling it my platform. So And it's so transparent. It, and it's so transparent because it's like – it's just like the most obvious way you could try to make it seem like you're doing something, right? Yeah, like, so it's like you get you get called out for – you know, what all this, all this, I was about to do a bill, all this stuff. You get called out for what him and Ryan did and his sort of lack of awareness. And then, so what's he do? Oh, next time I'm interviewing somebody, I'll say, what do you think I should do? I'll appear very humble. On the other hand, there's this, which is what happens when you cross a camera with a bad guy from a Batman movie at one fourteen eighteen. Don't forget about the eight can't wait campaign. Campaign. I used to subscribe to the uh, campaign website. <laughs> It's the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Matt. I feel like look, we look, turn look. that into a beat. Oh, man. <laughs> Bill Trap Simmons. Okay, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> look, look, look. Look, look. Yeah. Hey, what a coincidence. They're having less incidents. Look, look. Yeah. Hey, what a coincidence. They're having less incidents. Look, look. Hey, what a coincidence. They're having less incidents. Look, look. Hey, what a coincidence. They're having less incidents. One time, Matt, I was uh, staying with my family, my two brothers, my mom and dad, at an Embassy Suites in Kansas City. So the way it worked is Embassy Suites has like the living room, which has a fold-out <laughs> you bed. Have told me the story. You know, and then there's the bedroom, which has two beds. So it was great. So it was like 
one boy in each bed, one boy sleeps on the floor because that's how we did it. And then my parents on the fold-out couch in the living room. And in the middle of the night, I hear somebody going to the bathroom. I realize it's my dad, but I'm like, it definitely sounds like he has taken a dump. Like, based on the sound of him taking a leak, I'm like, this is not a standing up, number one. This is definitely a, st- a sitting down, number one. So the next morning, I, I was like, Dad, did you go poop with the door open to our bedroom in the middle of the night last night? And he goes, no, no, I, I just took a leak. And I was like, it sounded like you were sitting down. And he says, oh, yeah, yeah, I was sitting down. And I said, why, why did you get up and pee sitting down in the middle of the night? And he goes, well, you don't wake up as much. <laughs> like, All right, logic check. I don't, I don't think of it that way. I, I sometimes do it because I'm like, I don't trust my aim. <laughs> it's dark. In the middle of the night? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. I always thought they should make glow-in-the-dark toilet seats. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. And that way you just have to hit the middle. But I always, man, I, you know, to come clean, I, I pee by sound. And there's a lot of times, you know, when you hear no sound. I knew a guy in high school who never sat down or never stood up to pee. What did he do at urinals or like ball games? He would go in the stall. What was the deal? Probably bad penis destruction. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was probably it.